Welcome to the BGR Review, where we look at current events, relationship issues, and cultural trends from a biblical perspective, and I am your host, Larry Solomon. So, um, in this episode, we're going to be looking at an article by, uh, if I'm pronouncing her name correctly, Yas Nakadi, um, and of course the link for this will be underneath the um, MP3 link on BGRlearning.com, but it is, she was writing for The Independent, um, in for this was actually for International Women's Day, not this year but for 2017, and her uh, title of her article was on International Women's Day to those who say we live in a post-feminist society, get real. <clears throat> so basically, she is saying we don't live in a post-feminist society, um, and if we're going to look at some of the um, just the silly things um, that she says uh, or I would call them maybe not silly more of simple or naive whenever the Bible talks about simple in the like in the book of Proverbs it's talking about uh, naivety or, or someone being naive um, to the way that the world actually um, works and this woman is probably the I would say the poster child for um, naivety and and really, I mean, this this is a problem with with liberalism in general, um, and this is one of the reasons that that I believe that um, uh, conservatism is closer to a Christian worldview, a biblical Christian worldview that is, um, than liberalism, because liberalism sees the world through a very naive set of lenses um, that you know that we human beings can transform and change the world. And as Christians, biblical Christians, we know the only person that can change the world, that can change the hearts of men, that can change society and bring about broad change, both individually and uh, collectively, is God. So, and liberals reject this. They they believe that, that human beings are like God, that we can do what God can do. So she starts her article with this. To those who believe we are living in a post-feminist society, I wish you had been there when the boys at school were looking at page three in the back of the classroom, casually rating girls against those on the page. And I just recently did a, a uh, article on biblicalgenerals.com about you know why it's not wrong um, for boys. It's natural. It's built in by biology it's not misogyny it's biology for boys to rank girls and that yes boys do see girls as a collection of uh, of parts uh, the breasts the legs the hair the face and that is biology again the, we so we have here the 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 liberal naivety of of oh well we're not we're living in a not living in a post feminist world because boys are still ranking girls and we got ranked okay all right so let's move on to our next point i wish you had been there every single time someone i love has told me that she has been or knows someone who has been sexually assaulted or raped okay this is very sad whenever someone is sexually assaulted or raped and it's a very real thing okay however that existed before the early feminist movements of the mid-1800s, the political movements, uh, and it will exist after. Because you cannot educate away with a public service announcement or teaching boys in school, oh, it's not right to rape girls. Okay, 
number one, um, most boys, most men do not rape women. Okay, that's just that's just a fact. It's a very, very, very. It's just like most men are not murderers. Okay, um, it's it's a small percentage of the population that does these these things. But all men are sinners, just like all women are sinners. Okay, um, and, and so the, the the reality is is that sexual assault and rape have occurred since sin entered the world thousands of years ago, and it will be here for the next few thousand years or however long it is before God come for Christ comes back and makes the world anew. Okay. So, um, th- to say that, Oh, well, well, while there's still sexual assault or rape going on, it, it'd be like saying, um, okay, you know, uh, you know, since we still have crime, then, you know, we're not, you know, we don't, we, you know, our police are failing. Uh, or, or we're not trying to protect people. It'd be like saying, you know, like, uh, uh, well, since we still have crime in our city, our police aren't trying to protect people. Our police aren't doing a good job. Okay. Now, yes, there are some instances where police aren't, and there are some instances where, um, where there's some situations where the community doesn't cooperate with the police, and there's some other issues like that. I'm not saying that that isn't always the case, or the, but basically the, you know, people say, well, we can always do a better job. Well. Yes and no. I mean, yes, yes, you know, we've never hit the target. Even as Christians, we know we've never hit the target. We, we, we never, as far as from a holiness perspective, while we're in these sinful bodies, we won't hit the, the, the target. But um, the fact is, is the, the reality is that being not simple, not naive, is that sexual assault and rape will always be there. And it's, no, sorry to the rape apologists out there and the rape culture people. Um, no, it's not growing. It actually has probably reduced a large amount. Okay. So, um, she, and then she says here, I wish you had been there when a, at 15 year old, there when at a 15 year old boys in my class called me, when a 15 year old boy in my class called me a gorilla because of the hair underneath my armpit, so I avoided the pool for the duration of our school trip together. Oh, okay. So, so we're not living in a post-feminist world because a boy said something mean to a girl. Oh, and I'm not saying that it's always right. Maybe he was wrong saying that. Yeah, you shouldn't say mean things to people, okay? But the fact is, please, this is just simpleton behavior. This is simpleton look at the world to go. Oh, we're not. We don't have a. We don't have a post-feminist world because because a boy called me a name. Uh, oh, okay. Um, and then she says here, turn on any TV channel, open any book, and look at any newspaper around the world, and what you are likely to see is media and culture that is created predominantly by men and centers on men's stories. Really, really. Uh, I would disagree with you. I watch a decent amount of cable TV, Netflix, other things, and I can tell you there's a lot of programming for women. And even uh, all the newscasts and how you feel about things. Feel, I mean, every time somebody goes up to somebody and says, how do you feel about such and such? How do you? That's for women because the men don't care about that for the most part. We care about the facts. We care about what the score was. This is this. We don't care about what your feelings were. That's for the women. <laughs> we have a culture. Are you kidding? We our TVs ooze with programming for women. 
service announcements and commercials and you know they'll, they'll go oh well but every time they see a commercial with a with a woman in a swimsuit selling a guy's product oh oh that's for the men well okay yeah and in that particular case yeah because they, they're smart and they know okay if i put a woman on there men are attracted to women's bodies blah blah, blah and it's it, it is a it is a advertising fact that if you put you know, some kind of woman's body part on their leg, arm, side of her breast or something that, or cleavage or something, you, you will sell more products to the men. Okay. That's just a fact. Again, this goes back to reality of how the world operates, how men operate. Oh, but we're, but then we come back to the, the, the liberal ideology, but we are like God and we can change people. We can make people different. We can educate them. We can put them in a classroom and tell the boys, you can't think this way. You can't look this way. And, and, and we'll get them to change and we'll get them to be different. No, you won't. Now, certainly there, there's some men that, that are less masculine, per se, that, 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 or that want to, to, to appeal to the girls and act like they all understand their issues. So they'll, they'll play that part. But the fact is, is, is overall, you're not going to change, you know, masculine behavior, okay? Masculine reactions to things or feminine reactions to things, okay? The only person, and we're not saying everything men do is right. So some Many things men do are sinful. There, there, there's The masculine nature has been corrupted by sin, just as the feminine nature has been corrupted by sin, right? Okay, but... The fact is, is that those things which are not sinful, um, those are by the design of God, whether it's in a man or woman. But those things which are corruptions of the masculine or feminine nature, um, those things can really only be changed by God. It's changed by a heart change from God, by accepting Jesus Christ, by the Holy Spirit indwelling a person and changing their nature. We're not going to be changed by people going, well, men just need to do this and 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 public service announcements and, and, and conversion programs in school to where, yeah, we're just going to make men, you know, more, well, really, feminine is what they're trying to do in a lot of ways. Okay? So, no, ladies, sorry, that's, that's wrong. Um, the TV has tons of of things for women uh it's just massive um uh it's and then she says here uh going on in this article it's the same for sports women's sports make up seven percent of all sports coverage in the uk this is the uk yeah well you know why you know why again reality and and, and liberals and do not like reality they want to make their own reality we can remember we're god in their view we're god we can shape and change people's likes and dislikes and their their you know we, we take the position of god right um no uh ladies um men are built for sports and hunting women are not and now i'm not saying that there aren't some great women athletes out there there are but you you take the average 10 guys and you put them up against the average 10 women in a sporting event and the, the, most of the time the guys are going to win that's why you have you have separate sporting events for uh, you have the male and female sporting events in the Olympics and all and in professional sports because they know that the men would crush the women nine times out of ten 99 times out of a hundred they would okay because it's just men are built men have more natural muscle they have the 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 the, the hand-eye reaction all of these things it's different and people want the public wants to see men competing in sporting events because we want to see the best whether it's in acting 
Okay, so there are good men and male and female actors, right, or or, or singers. We want to see whoever is the best. Well, when it comes to sports, men are the best. Okay, so we want to see the best. You cannot. You will never ever, ever, except if you take over by law and you start dictating what all the TV channels have to do, and at that point, you're going to have a rebellion both by the people trying to watch TV and by the companies, and they'll say, hey, we'll move to some other country, we'll do some other thing, whatever. You cannot dictate that 50% of all the sports coverage is women and 50% is men. No, you can't. That's not what people want. People want to see the best. Men are typically the best at sports. Okay? Deal with it. Reality. All right? So then she says here, it's the same for films. In other words, we're not living in a post-feminist world. It's the same for films. Women make up 7% of directors of the top 250 grossing U.S. films. Yeah. You know what? Again, um, if anybody in Hollywood was to say male director only may apply, uh, uh, they'll they'll lose their shirt and they'd be uh, sued. Okay? Uh, that's an example, and I'll get in, at the end of this, that we actually are living in a post-feminist world, contrary to this woman's um, whining here, okay? Um, so what that only 7% of uh, top directors are women, of uh, 7% of the top 250 grossing films? So what? So what? Okay? Uh, the way that you get there, the way that you get to be a director of top grossing films is by making films people want to see and being a good director. If you direct bad films, if you direct films people don't want to see, guess what? You're not going to make a whole lot of money. Now, I, I will back up a little bit that, that, that Hollywood actually does make a lot of things that people don't want to see. They do have their little niche areas. But 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 at the end of the day, I mean, no, no matter how much they want and cry about this, um, the, the films that pay for everything are the ones the pop, action movies, whatever, the things that everybody wants to go see, like this new Avengers Endgame movie that my kids are already bugging me to buy the tickets for, right? Okay? Um, that's what pays the bills for the artsy-fartsy fancy movies that, that hardly anybody wants to see, okay? You can't force people to like what they don't like, okay? And the same thing with directors. Yeah, it's it's by merit. It's the fact that these guys are good, Okay? And maybe that might change with some more women coming up. Who knows? But this whole quota thing, women aren't being shut out of being directors, okay? So, moving on. And it's the same for politics. Only 23% of parliamentarians worldwide are women. 23% of people in governments, in, in the Congress, in parliaments around the world are women and still 70 what would be 77% are men whoopee do okay the world doesn't work this way the world doesn't work by quotas like that and if you were to try and put quotas in of 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 male and female representation in congress or in parliaments you would then be violating the will of the people and who they can vote for okay the people can vote for who they want to vote for, just like you don't get to tell people what movies they want to watch or don't want to watch so that you can get your female directors represented, and you don't get to tell people what sports they want to watch uh, versus male or female, and you don't get to tell people, like I said here on this parliamentarian side, who to vote for with women. You should be happy that 23% of parliamentarians are women. But again, this is the liberal mindset. 
never happy, and will always continue. It's even when they've won, they haven't won. Okay, I mean, if you were to go back and tell somebody a hundred years ago that 23% of the parliamentarians in the world in 2019 would be women, they would be like, "Whoa, that's a lot! Holy, really? You know?" Um, so yeah, okay. And, and and the reality is, too, and this, this comes down to even, like, you know, pay for women and things like that. Women make different choices. What if what if a bunch of women don't want to run for parliament? Okay? What if, a, what if women don't want to play in professional sports? What if women don't want to be directors? What if they don't want to do these things where you think they should have equal, equal representation? The same amount, you know, 50-50, whatever. Okay? It, it doesn't take into the, the account that women make different choices than men. Okay? So, again, this is the liberal naivety of this whole thing. Um, and then she says here, uh, you know, women are more likely to, to live in poverty than men, particularly women of color are being hit hardest by the effects of climate change. Don't get me started on climate change. That's for another day. But but um, if women are more likely to be in poverty than men, I know that these statistics in the United States, the reason that is. And that's because of single mothers. That's because of women either divorcing their husbands or basically chasing men away half the time. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't deadbeat dads out there. There are. There are. But we have created a climate in this country that produces deadbeat dads because women just are like, oh, well, we're independent. We don't need you. Oh, oh but, 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 but we do need you. Oh, but, but we don't need you. You know, this is the this is the schizophrenic society that we're living in. Okay, again, I do believe that men should step up to the plate, even if women act like they don't need men. That men still need to be there. Men still need to be the protectors and providers, even if women don't want that. Okay, but again, you know, there's a reason if women are if more women are in poverty than men, and and that's the reason. And and feminism has created this this breakdown. Uh, you know, taking you know you know you get over there and you say, oh, men need to stop looking being being pressured to be providers and all this kind of stuff. Oh, but the guy doesn't stay and be a provider and help the woman there. Oh, so now he's bad, right? Do you see what I'm saying here? See the the schizophrenic views of of our leftist and progressive society here, okay. On the one hand, men shouldn't be pressured to be providers and all this, but on the other hand, uh, we got all these single moms that needed men to marry them, take responsibility, and help be provider. Mm. Okay, so we'll leave that. Uh, and then she says here, uh, women are more likely to have mental health problems and almost twice as likely to be diagnosed with anxiety disorders. Okay, well, I encourage you, uh, anyone listening to this, to go ahead and Google why women have more mental health problems and anxiety disorders, and it is because of the way the female brain is made. Okay, it's the chemical mixtures, it's it's the the, the, the pathways, the, um, the, it's the whole estrogen in the brain, okay? The, the same things that make women more emotional and empathetic can also lead to women having more problems with depression and anxiety has nothing to do with, um, oh, men are making women. No, no, no. It, well, I mean, really, really, I could say this. If women, women could be having more uh, mental issues and anxiety issues it due in part to us actually being in a post-feminist world. That's the fact. Um, because of we're putting so much more pressure on women. That women used to be, hey, you, you're in charge of the home, take care of the home, take care of the kids, you know, take care of your husband. 
and and the and the husband worries about everything else. The husband worries about about how to provide for the family, how to lead the family, the decisions for the family, the you know the direction for the family. That that she just takes care of the home and the children, and not and I say just, I mean that's a huge deal. That's not that's not you know small by any chance by by any standard. But the fact is is that now we've put it on women's shoulders both sides. They've got to you know take care of the house and the kids and the food. And they also got to go out and work and all that, and and that creates a stress and anxiety, I'm sure. But again, a lot of this does come back to uh, women and, and their natural nature, that, that women are more prone to having mental issues, depression issues, anxiety issues. And you can look this up in medical websites that will, will show you this, um, that, that a lot of this does just happen to be with a woman's biology. Okay, so again, false charge there against the forces that are aligned against women here, okay? Um, and then... Uh, she says here, worldwide, more than one in three women will experience sexual or domestic violence. Well, again, um, the world has always been having violence and and sexual assault, okay? Those things have always occurred. But then you also have to look at this because they like to make their statistics 30%, you know, like this this big wave, okay? Um, uh, there's exaggerations in any of, anytime you see a liberal putting out stats like this, okay? Alright, uh, what do you consider domestic violence? Oh, my, my, my husband raised his voice to me like two weeks ago when he was upset about something. It's domestic violence. He's verbally abused me. Please. Give me a break, okay? Um, and and as far as like sexual violence goes, okay. So then you get into the whole consensual versus non-consensual, and then women going and and putting themselves in these these party situations on college campuses, getting drunk with boys, all this stuff. Oh, he touched me when he was half drunk and I was half drunk, and I shouldn't have been there and he shouldn't have been there, and we put ourselves in. Oh, but that shouldn't happen. Do, do, do you see the ridiculousness of this, of what the, what they set up? So, yes, some of these things may occur because, frankly, women stupidly and foolishly put themselves in positions for things like this to happen. Now, I'm not saying it's right for men to do some of the things that they do. But the fact is, is you can't be so naive and so sim, such a simpleton that you put yourself in these things and you, oh, 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 but we want to, you know, like the woman walking down the dark alley in the bad neighborhood. Oh, nothing should happen to me. Nothing because there shouldn't be bad people in the world that would do anything. This is, this is the naivety of the left. This is the naivety of liberals. Okay. Um, so she says here, uh, a finding in a, in a girl's guiding girls attitude, 2016 survey shows that a third of girls age 11 to 21 feel unsafe when they are alone most of the time. And 67% of girls change their behavior as a result of this. Um, and it's not so surprising that women are afraid. One in five women will experience sexual violence. And two women are killed every week by a former by, by a current or former male partner. Again, this has happened since the beginning of time. And it will continue to happen. Because there is wickedness in this world, okay? And and as far as the girls feeling unsafe when they're alone, yeah, guess what? The woman is the weaker vessel. God made her to need the protection of man, okay? So yes, she should feel safe when she's alone. My daughter feels unsafe when she's alone. 
She wants her brothers or me or us to be around, okay? That's normal. A woman should want the protection of men. That's what God God, God put us here. It's all like I've talked about on on my um, His Image, our, our Purpose series that I encourage you to go listen to if you have not. Um, remember that men and women were made by God for a specific purpose, to paint a picture of the relationship of God to his people. Men represent God. Women represent the people of God, right? So God made men stronger and the protectors of women who represent the people of God who are weaker, just like God to represent God is our protector, all humanity's protector, right? Okay? It's a representation. So yes, we should feel that we need the protection and safety of God, all of us collectively as human beings, and a woman should feel that way about a man. That the men in her life, whether it's her father, her brothers, her husband, that that that, that she embraces that. Yeah. And, and and women are going to feel unsafe being alone. And they should, because guess what? We live in a sin cursed world, okay? So this is this is the reality of this. All right. So she she comes in here and she's like, to anyone that says we are we are living in a post-feminist society that gender inequality no longer exists and that we're all equal now, should look at the statistics and try saying all of that again. Um. So, you know, she talks about you know that that we're not living in a post-feminist society and we need to fight for our rights. The fight for our rights very much continues. No, no, it's what you're fighting for is absurd because what you're you're fighting for is something that will never happen in this world you will not eliminate sin you will not eliminate the sin that men do you will not eliminate the sin that women do okay only god can change the hearts of man or woman okay only god can do that not liberal social programs not government programs that's not going to change anything and the thing is is so so you say oh 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 because we're not all equal. Yeah, yeah. Because men are stronger than women. Because men are better at sports than women. That's not going to change unless you go out there and do some genetic engineering, which uh, I don't think uh, anybody wants to do. And you know what? And I don't think God would want us to do either. Again, playing God. But I, I want to. You know, I've I've talked a lot about this, and I and I've talked about things that the Bible talks about here. But I want to um, put some scriptures out here to, for you to meditate on. Okay. So in First John five nineteen, it says this. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. The world lieth in wickedness. Wickedness permeates the world. Okay, sin is in the world. Okay? And in Proverbs 16.4 it says, The Lord hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. Now that throws a lot of people off. God made the wicked. Yeah. And it gets into a larger sovereignty of God issue. Now, um, the Bible, you know, you know, God doesn't um, make people sin, but he allows people to sin. And he and he builds a situation where he knows he's created God when he when he created the world. OK, it didn't take God by surprise that Adam and Eve would sin, that wickedness would enter the world, that that, that man and woman's nature would be poisoned or, or corrupted in various ways by sin. OK, that murderers would would come that that rapists would come that whores would come that prostitution would come that all of these wicked things adultery war all of these things greed you know all, lying deception you know all of these things it didn't take god by surprise 
The Bible says that God was, that Christ was a lamb slain before the foundations of the world. He knew this. This was his plan. He built a world knowing it would fall into sin. Okay? And that's hard for some people to grasp. They're like, oh, well, how could God do that? It's like the whole, the big question that people always ask. How can, how can a holy, righteous God, a loving God, allow evil in the world? Okay? Because if, when you ask that question, you don't understand the nature of God. Anybody who asks that question doesn't understand the nature of God, okay? Because God is above us. He's above all things. His ways are not our ways, the scriptures say, okay? That, that God literally wanted to set up a, an epic battle between good and evil. Because you know what? The light shines brightest in the darkness, okay? And that, that you can't have a hero without a villain. You can't have have the good guys without the bad guys. So God allows people to make bad choices and evil choices, and he doesn't just kill people. I mean, why didn't he kill Hitler? Why didn't he just strike down Hitler, right? He could have done that, and he didn't do that, okay? He, he, why did he let Stalin? Why didn't he strike Stalin dead in his crib, okay? Why does God let evil happen? Because it's his will, he lets it happen because he wants good and evil to exist. He wants that epic battle, okay? And God wants us, you know, in Romans 9, it talks about the objects of his mercy and the objects, you know, of his wrath, okay? The people are, all right? So, so I mean, as a Christian, for some people, that's hard for them to get their head around. They're like, oh, I don't understand. Well, we're not God. We're not going to fully get our head around it, okay? But we just need to believe what he says, Okay, but going toward the, the, the liberal ideology that we can change people, that we can that we can get rid of rape and sexual assault and robbery and all this kind of stuff through educational programs and just having children go, you know, doing all these different things and getting people fed and, and educated, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll eliminate crime, you know. No, not, not, not going to happen, okay. In Psalm 51.10, the psalmist says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. He knew... David knew that only God could clean his heart, okay, to renew his spirit, okay? And in Titus 3, 5, it says, Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. So it the, the Spirit is the one who washes our sin and renews us. Uh, 1 Corinthians 4, uh, 15 to 16 states, for all things for your for all things for your sakes and the abundant grace that might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God, for which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish, this is what I want you to focus on, for though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. So my body is getting older because of sin. You know, I, I you know, my body is perishing. I'm going to get sicker. I'm going to get older. I'm going to die one day. But the inward man, my spirit is being renewed day by day. God's renewing my nature. Okay. And in all of us as Christians, as believers, he's renewing that. Okay. It's God who does that. It's not some public service announcement on TV that renews my nature. It's God that renews my nature. It's God that renews all of our natures as believers. The government cannot renew man, cannot change man. Okay. 
Government programs will never do this. And and again, this is why I believe a conservative world approach where, where the government does what God meant for them to do from Romans, where, where he says that they are a revenger to execute wrath upon them that do evil. The government was there, put in place, civil government, to punish those who break God's moral law. Not for the government to change God's moral law and make moral law. They were there to enforce God's moral law. Okay? They're not there to change man. They're there to uh, punish man when God, when man inevitably breaks uh, man, God's moral law. All right? Um, and then, you know, the scriptures tell us that God has made men to be protectors of women and children, but to be protectors. Okay? Um, in Psalm 44, 1, David says this, Blessed be the Lord my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. Okay? So we are made to fight. We are, as men, we have a warrior spirit. That is why men, we like, like I talked about this movie Taken, you know, on one of my articles recently, um, that I really like. And the guy's going out there and he's kicking butt to get his daughter back that's gotten kidnapped by, you know, sex traffickers in, in uh, uh, France, in Paris. And, and, I mean, he kills 32 guys to get to his daughter. Okay, I'm like, yeah! Okay, well, what part of that in me is, is rooting that father on to go get his daughter back and him going through everybody he's got to go to to get to his daughter back and taking down all the bad guys to get there? Okay, that's the warrior spirit within me and and is within every man. Now, some men have it subdued in them. Some men, it's corrupted in them. Some men are, are cowards. Some men, um, uh, you know, oh, fighting is bad. No, 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 no. There's a place for it. Again, like I said, God set up a scenario of good guys and bad guys. God created this. God, God allowed for for evil men to exist and do the things they do. God, you know, in that situation with Taken, I know it was it was a made up story, but but God has allowed these these evil sex traffickers and these 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 people that come and, and you know steal and kidnap women and make them into sex slaves. He's allowed that to occur. You know, now he didn't make them do that, but he allows it to occur. He could strike them all dead. He could snap his fingers, strike them all dead, but he doesn't. Okay, <laughs> he's allowed it to occur, so that um we can see the hero so that we can see the the good guy coming in and rescuing the girl and 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 the father rescuing his daughter or 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 the 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 man rescuing his bride um in Nehemiah 4:14 we see and i looked and rose up and said to the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people be ye not afraid of them remember the lord which is great and terrible and fight for your brethren your houses your daughters your wife your brethren, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. Okay? So again, God allows these situations. The, the scriptures tell us there's a time for war and a time for peace. Okay? That that God allows these things. God allowed World War II to happen to Vietnam, to happen to Korea. God allows every war that's happened throughout history. God has allowed it to happen. Okay? So, I mean, but this protector side of man... It's very important, okay? And women need to embrace that, not run from, oh, I don't need a man to protect me. Oh, but I feel unsafe being alone. Okay, well, that's because you need a woman, a man to protect you. And because you have rejected God's order. You shouldn't be walking out on that street alone without a man protecting you, whether it's your your, your brother or, or your male cousin or your father or, or your husband or another man there to protect you, okay? That's... That's what God meant for you. God meant for women to be under the guidance and protection, women to be under the guidance and protection of men. Okay? So, 
even Christ talked about this in Matthew 12, 28 to 29. He, he, he was talking about, you know, uh, you know, if they were saying, hey, you cast out devils by by the, you know, the, the spirit of uh, Satan. And and he's like, hey, no, I don't. He's, he, he, he said, you know, I cast out spirits by the spirit of, of God. OK. Um, and, 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 he, and he gives an example here. He says, or, or else in verse 29, Matthew 12, 29, he says this. Or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he bind first bind the strong man and then he will spoil his house. So in other words, women, if you have a protector in your house, you can feel safe. Somebody's not going to be able to 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 take your stuff. They're not going to be able to come in and, and spoil you. They're not going to come in and, and hurt you. Okay, that men were meant to protect their homes and their families and women and children. Okay, so lastly, quickly here, I want to wrap up. <laughs> so here are some indicators that we are, in fact, living in a post-feminist world. Okay, very simply put, women can own property. They're financially independent of men. In the past, women could women needed men for their sustenance because they couldn't own things. They couldn't they couldn't control their own money. They couldn't control their own property. They needed men to own property and 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 to 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 have the their their provisions for life. So they they very much needed men. Women were very much connected to need men for for their survival, okay? All right? And and now women can vote. They can own property. They can be financially independent of men, and they 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 choose who they date or marry. So therefore, they control now. They are in complete control of intimate relationships and marriage. Okay, women occupy most positions in almost all major fields in the business world, even the political world. Oh, we haven't had a woman president yet. Okay, whoopie do. Um, I'm sure it's coming here eventually. Okay. Um. Uh. So the thing is, is that, um, no. There, no one is saying, uh, uh, you know. I mean, I, I think they should. I, I've said it on my blog. I, I, I do. I think we need to roll back everything from feminism. I think we need to go back to the 1800s, roll back every single law that's happened since the mid 1800s. Um, but that's for another, another uh, uh, episode here, or series here, uh, to go through. Okay. But no, we are in fact living in a post-feminist world, and in fact, that's one of the things that I'm going to be um, writing about and you know doing some podcasts about is is a guide to men and finding a wife in a post-feminist world because it's a very different thing you know if you were to looking for a wife back in the mid you know early 1800s 1700s versus now how you look for a wife and how you get a wife now totally different i mean imagine if you brought someone in a time machine from the 1700s to now and showed them how people navigate and how people try and get married and how they would be like just shocked it would just be such a shock okay no women are in control here I, I've said it many times I'll say it again we are living in a post-feminist world and the only thing we have is going on now is a mop-up operation there's like little pockets of resistance here and there to the post-feminist uh, dominating uh, class okay uh, but really women run the show okay they, they, they run the show. Men are running scared of women. Women say anything. Oh, oh we're, we're, we're running scared. Um, I'll just close with this. Um, uh, John Adams said to his wife, one of the founding fathers back in the 1700s, um, his wife, Abigail Adams, was actually um, one of the first, uh, her letters was some of the first feminist ideology. I mean, right out of feminist ideology. Now, now there wasn't any really political movement at that point at the, the real solid feminist political movements didn't start till the mid 1800s but but she laid the seeds for it the thoughts for it and she she talked to her husband about you know wanting uh him to allow women to vote and uh he 
he basically she's like you know we want equality for women and you know women to be able to vote don't 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 forget the ladies she said to him you know so and, and john adams basically said to her he said you know you know if we were to you know grant women equality with men i'm paraphrasing what he said you know if we were to undo the masculine systems he called them um that uh, eventually men would find themselves under what he called the despotism um, of the petticoat. In other words, the rule of women under the despotism, the domination of women. If, if, if men gave up their authority over women and, and made women equal with them, women would come to dominate men. That's what he saw. He foresaw that, our founding father, John Adams. And that's exactly what happened. People warned about that when they kept changing the laws to give women more freedom in the 1800s. And then when they allowed women to vote, there was many warnings about that. They said women women will abandon the home. They will come to dominate their husbands. That All of this is going to happen. And that is exactly what did happen. And it was already happening before uh, women came to vote because of laws that had been passed before that. And because of women rebelling against their fathers as far as you know, uh, men being with men and who they married. And, and so all of that rebellion was, was already building. And eventually, so we now come to the society where, yes, women actually, we are living in a post-feminist world. And we are living in that world that John Adams predicted. If we gave women equality and gave them the right to vote, that, we would, that men would come under the domination of women. And that is exactly what has happened. So that's why I, I just snicker and I, and, I, and I laugh a little bit when I read articles from this woman that I'm, I mean, I'm not, don't misunderstand me. I am not laughing at a woman being sexually assaulted or raped. I, I would never laugh at that. I, 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 that's, that's horrible, okay? But that's always happened, and it will never not happen, okay? But, but it, it, I'll tell you how it happens less. You know how it's going to happen less, ladies? It's if you actually put yourselves under the protection of men, your fathers, your brothers. You don't go out alone without them. You don't put yourself with alone with a man that is not your blood relative, your father, your brother, your male cousin, uh, or your husband. You just don't do that. And you know what? You will rapidly cut down on rape, okay, or sexual assault. You will rapidly cut down on that if you follow God's design. But if you have this naive attitude and you go out into the world that, oh, I should be able to just go out in the world and throw off the protection of men. I don't need men. But, oh, oh, but, oh, I, I feel unsafe. I, I, well, of course you do because you've thrown away God's design. You have thrown away God's design. So, again, I, I hope uh, that you will, uh, I'll, I'll put these scripture passages um, along with the link to this article, and I hope um, that, that you really will take these scriptures to heart. And if you ha- if you find in yourself um, whether man or a woman, but especially women reading this, but some men would too, you're thinking in these ways that you're thinking, oh, yeah, you know, we can change the world through through government programs and we can change the world by just educating people. And if we just tell men not to rape women, and so, they won't do it anymore. We just need to tell them not to. No, you, you need to, to get rid of this, what the Bible calls is this simple if you look in Proverbs, the simple attitude, it's, it means the naive attitude, okay? You need to, to, to put that away, and you need to accept God's view of the world. That yes, there is sin in the world, it is real, but God has a design, and that God has set up this design, okay? And that we need to follow His design, and, and as Christians, as Bible-believing Christians, we should, it, with every vote and everything we can do, be voting with a biblical worldview, we should be wanting to bring the world back to the way God wants it to be, to the best of our ability, but again, knowing 
only God can change the hearts of men. Okay, but we do our parts. We do our parts where we can. Okay, well, thanks for listening. May God bless you. May God be with you and uh, come back for the next episode.